welcome to the See You in the Morning podcast. Here, Craig Price and I, Cammie Wilcox, are on a quest to interview each member of the Calvin and Margaret Price family. Let's see who we're interviewing today. Welcome, everybody. We are joined with our amazing Aunt Karen, number 10 in the Price family. We're very excited to talk with her this podcast and hopefully you guys will listen and learn because Aunt Karen's pretty awesome. So Aunt Karen, we wanted to start out with how are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I hurt my shoulder a couple of months ago and it's taken a long time to heal, but it's 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 getting there. How did how did you hurt your shoulder? Oh, I had to do all the tables all week, all by myself, and I used my shoulder to, um, so I could reach the other end of the table. I'd lean on one shoulder, and it was too much stress. By the end of the week, it hurt. Is this like wiping them, or are they the kind that fold, and you're like folding and putting them away? Wiping them. Yeah. And the doc said it was, it was tendonitis. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) I have another one. Well, thankfully, another shoulder. (laughs) I guess. I mean, like kidneys are. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little different when you want to function with both. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. You find out how much you take your body for granted when something doesn't work right. Isn't it funny? And even something as small as like a a stuffy nose where you can't breathe and suddenly it feels like the world is over because you haven't had a good breath for three days. And like, (laughs) it's so (laughs) funny how those, those things can irritate, but I'm sure a shoulder is far worse. Yeah. 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 I just make, I make this mistake when I go do activities like with the young men and young women in our ward at that I can, I'm still young mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and not that I'm old. Cause I, I know I'm not, but I definitely feel it. <laughs> so still not, not the same, but I definitely feel it <laughs> different than I did before. So do, do yeah. they have you doing physical therapy for it? Um, no, I'm just doing it on my own stretching and moving it the more I move it the less it hurts okay it's interesting so recently uncle Dave sent out uh the um just like the sibling um responses I guess like little stories about Arlene and Kathy and I didn't Mm -hmm. realize how much Kathy was like your second mom yeah she was 10 when I was born, totally my second mom. Did you like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I used to, I remember sitting with her in the back of the sacrament meeting in the chapel and everybody else, you know, we had to sit up front, but I got to sit in the back with Kathy and her friends. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't love that? That just sounds like the best. So your family always sat in like the very, very front pew or no? The second one. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, close enough to see dad's fingers. <laughs> yeah. Counting to three? <laughs> if he got to three, we were in trouble. And if he got to five and had to get down off of that stand, we were in big trouble. <laughs> and if he had to get down and take us out, and we went to the farthest back classroom and got a spanking. And boy, I'll tell you what, that was horrible. And then we couldn't come in and, and be crying. We had to go... <gasps> and yeah we once is all it took and we never did that again when he put up his fingers you stopped oh i'm sure was he was i was gonna say because like i wondered if that actually because you had said if he got the five and i was like oh did you did he ever get the five but now it makes more sense of how my dad was in in sacramento (laughs) (laughs) Because I had my fair share of getting taken out, but it didn't, I got, I think you said it right though, Aunt Karen, it only happened, well, because I'm a bull, who I am, maybe yeah. it took me longer to understand that, so I think it was maybe twice. <laughs> yeah. But, now, and was that when Grandpa was Bishop, Granddad? He was in the Bishop Rip. I don't remember if it was the actual bishop or just one of the counselors. I was little, very little. Yeah. You know, being younger in such a big family, that this is definitely one of our questions for you is, and since Kathy being like a second mom, what did you love it? Or was it something that you were every once in a while were like, I don't know if I like being the, the young in, in this group. <laughs> well, I loved it for the most part, but me and Lynette got stuck in the back bedroom on Christmas Eve while they had a party and that we could hear them laughing and having fun. And every time we'd poke our head out, they'd say, get back in there. (laughs) That, you know, I knew we were being left out, but for a good reason. Um, Yeah, it was, it was okay being the youngest because they're, there was always somebody around. And you were and probably about 10 when ca- people started moving out, right? Nine or 10? Yeah. We, we, I remember the trips to Utah. Um, for weddings. <laughs> yeah, for, for weddings. They had a different lifestyle than I did um, way back then when I was still in in primary they were old enough that you know working and and dating i wasn't even you know part of that i would assume home life would definitely be a little bit different right because they're off and they're dating and college but did you get to spend a lot of time with grandma then though and learning from her yeah um we moved a lot and so, like, when we moved back to Sandy, it was me and Lynette. Doug was on his mission. And then, um, so it, it was gradual, you know, as we moved and, and everyone did their thing. I did a lot with Grandma and Granddad. I held the flashlight a lot for Granddad. <laughs> um, yeah. What is the first house that you remember? I remember being in Sandy and. Can I ask, uh, was that at the Sandy house? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. And we had a playhouse in the back that was totally awesome. <laughs> I went back years later and looked at this shed that was full of dirt and dust. And I'm like, what happened? This isn't the playhouse I remember. And when I was a little girl, it was so awesome. We had windows and everything. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting at the kitchen table and Aunt Arlene poured me cereal and I drank the milk and she said, oh, now you need more cereal. So I ate the cereal and then I all I had was milk. And then she said, oh, now you need more milk. Anyway, we did this little game for about three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you say you remember the Sandy house. I the the funny thing for me is that as grandma and granddad or yeah, granddad had owned that house for so long that I remember going and getting it ready for it to sell. Mm -hmm. And and spending yeah. the night out there and doing different things with the cousins out of that house. So it's funny that that's, I, I forget that that's like a childhood memory house for you, but it kind of is for me a little bit, not, not as much because we never lived there, but going there, I remember doing that. Yeah. Well, there was two separate times that I lived in the Sandy house. The one when I was very young and the, then we went North. And then when I came back, I was a sophomore and junior in high school. And so it was different. We had different experiences. And at that time, it was me and Lynette and Doug. So, yeah. So, yeah, and, and you guys would have been older by then. Yeah, I went to Jordan High School. And you said that fun. was your sophomore and junior year. So did you move again for your senior year? Yep. Where? We went to Plain City. I graduated from Weber High School. Okay. So which bedroom yeah. was yours in, in the Plain City house? In Plain City? Yeah. The Blue Room. Okay. Ooh, everybody Love loves the Blue, the blue room. room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize that. Does yes. that mean Lynette had the sewing room? Lynette. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Probably. But then, and by that time, that I would assume people were visiting with kids, and you know, so I'm sure there was a spare bedroom somewhere, or hope maybe well, didn't get kicked out. When, when I graduated. Uh, let's see. And then we had Grandma Clark there for a while. Mm -hmm. So I remember bringing baby Derek over and, and, and being there with Grandma Clark. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That is really sweet. Yeah. I feel like we did skip a little bit of childhood, though. Do you remember any of the other, you know, moving around? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, we lived in Washington when I was younger. And um, I remember sharing a room with Kathy. And I woke up one morning with a stomach ache. And then in talking with Grandma and Kathy, we discovered that the light bulb had gone out 
and she couldn't quite reach, so she stood on me. And <laughs> that's why I woke up with a stomachache. <laughs> and in Washington, we had a long hallway, and Aunt Barbara was making us clean our room, me and Lynette. And so we got this box of um, dress-up clothes, and I was carrying it down the hall with Aunt Arlene. And so um, I tripped on the vacuum, and the wheel came off, and the spoke went right in my knee. I still oh. have a scar of that. So then I, I was, you know, needed extra attention, and Barbara was pretty upset because then the room didn't get cleaned. <laughs> did you live at home when granddad retired or had you already moved out at that point um i i already had left okay got married yeah well i got married right out of high school like that summer do you remember i it- got married in september okay wow so, and how did how yeah. did you meet Drew? He would he lived about four or five houses down, and he had just gotten off his mission. So here I was, you know, I had brothers and sisters that were married and enjoying life, and then here's this tall, dark, handsome return missionary <laughs> that came right down the street. Yeah, convenient. So did his parents live there for a long time after you were married? Um, Several years. I don't remember how long. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Because I I feel like when one of the times I remember coming from California and hanging out with, well, what I remember, Jason and Derek and Devin at a house just down, it was down the road from G&G's. So I was trying to so vaguely remember that. So there was Drew's parents' house was down the road from G&G's. Yes. Gotcha. Honestly, it was one of my favorite times because it's the time that I can remember Jason like being way into super ninja, like Ninja Turtles. And uh, like <laughs> that's, and we talked about this on his podcast, but I absolutely loved it because that just reminds me of that era um, uh-huh. and that time. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he was into it for three or four years. One of your questions was which house was my favorite since we'd moved around quite a bit. Yes, And I wanted to tell you that because we moved around as my life, as I grew up, there isn't any particular favorite because as a five-year-old, it's going to have different experiences than my 15-year-old. And then my 25-year-old is going to have different experiences. So I can't, I don't really have a favorite because they were all a different part of my life. And I can say, oh, well, it was so fun in Washington. I honestly don't remember. Or I can say, (laughs) it was so fun in Plain City. And I'm like, yeah, but I was different than when I was five. Yeah. Yeah. So. And You're definitely not having the same experiences in each home. Yeah, right. Because <clears throat> yeah. I'm at, at a different age with different experiences. And and so, yeah, I don't have a favorite. 
<laughs> well, and you had different numbers of siblings with you. So it, I'm sure the dynamic of the house changed purely just because of the number of people who lived there. Yeah. Yeah. Do so, Because yeah. as you're talking about when you were younger, you mentioned Aunt Lynette a, a lot. So are you, an, I mean, obviously She's I would assume. Friend. Yeah, Aww. I was going to say you and Aunt Lynette must be like, two peas in a pod because you guys went through that stage and a lot of the same things I would think up until you obviously getting married. Yeah, but we're different enough that, um, you know, we were together, but different enough that we could enjoy being together. Um, Yeah, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. How much younger is she than you? Um, just a couple of years. Yeah. I was, I was born at the tail end of 61 and I believe she's in 64. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So like two, three years apart. Yeah. This is about the normal for our family. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Yep. How long were you married before Derek was born? Um, let's see, two years. And that included the nine months. Right. <laughs> okay. Can you tell us about Derek being born and what you remember about that? Over by where the ward house is. And we rented a little home. And Drew was working nights and going to school. And he said, now I have a, a test. So if you can make it on this day and sure enough, that weekend, it was like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we went up. I have always wanted twins, but after Derek was born, I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> so was Derek an easy child or not so easy? I shouldn't say not See, easy. I- yeah, so he didn't have colic go. or anything. He was he was a good baby. Yeah, he's still a good baby. <laughs> oh, we love Derek. We do. <laughs> and then, how far between Derek and Devin? How far? How close um, were they? Let's see. Um, Derek was born in eighty two, and Devin in eighty three. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, what are they called? Irish twins? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that yeah. close, but close. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and they are different enough that they got along, and um, it was fun. Yeah. And it Jason felt like... was 86, right? Yeah. Yeah. And three years what is it... too long. You just get out of the diapers and out of the toddlers and you know you've got this three-year-old that's going to primary and then all of a sudden you have a baby and it's like oh we have to start this all over again (laughs) (laughs) yeah we kind of did that reverse we had our first aunt karen and then we waited three years and then after that we're like no we're not waiting that long either (laughs) (laughs) so all the ones after were closer well, how was yeah. it with bringing up those boys? They're so fun. I love them. 
Me too. Oh, you know what? There's a special place in heaven for the mother of all boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell that. It's no joke. <laughs> oh, Craig, I want to tell you a story about Karen that my mom told me. Um, when... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's a coming good story. from it's. I was gonna say it's from Aunt Janelle. It has to be good. She has no bad stories. Um, no, when when Katie was a baby, um, I don't remember where my mom was. Mom and dad were going, but uh, oh, I think they were going to the temple and they were doing just one session. And Karen babysat, and when they came back. Katie had like three new outfits that Karen had just sewn up. No big deal because Katie slept the whole time. And so she just made her all these cute little clothes. And my mom was amazed that she could, she could do that. And so, yeah. Aunt Karen, you can sew. <laughs> you sound so surprised. Yes. Do you know who my mother is? Well, I, well, sometimes daughters don't follow suit, you know, but you're right. I don't think the Price children had options, right? I they mean, probably like, didn't. It was, if you're a boy, you will fix the car. And if you're a girl, you will know how to sew. Does that sound yeah. fair? <laughs> I, I remember sitting on the back of the chair watching Grandma sew. Oh. And Craig, I remember when you and Glenn came over because our car didn't work or something here in Ogden. Yeah. And I was so impressed. Glenn and I stood at the back of the car and he wiggled his fingers and you knew exactly what he wanted. <laughs> and you knew exactly we're I don't we're backing it up, we're going forward. And like, oh my gosh, that's communication. <laughs> and awesome. yeah. I ha- I have to give my dad credit to that because he did he, he likes to tell a story about me of how he would come home and want to work on something. And he would want to find tools in the garage. And he said he could never find them. <laughs> well, it's because I was in the garage messing with everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so credit to my dad, instead of getting mad at me, he said, I learned to just utilize you. So <laughs> he learned that I knew where everything was because I was the one messing with everything. <laughs> there so you go. I, I credit more that my dad, <laughs> other than I'm grateful for that. I, you know, I forgot that we, we did that. Now that you say that. I, I don't know what this situation was. I was just so impressed with you and Glenn. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. That's a, that's a good memory to, for me. I, like you said, you kind of, this is why we, me and Cammy actually really like doing this is because it, it, it helps one one me and hopefully others to kind of re- remember things that maybe they forgot. So it's pretty yeah. fun. Like the fact that grandma didn't just make quilts. I mean, you guys sewed like all of your clothes. Oh, yes. You know, I went to the prom in a homemade dress. Oh, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but you know, there's reasons why. <laughs> well, there's still time, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't around when they grandma made all those suits. 
No, that's she true. Make wedding and... suits. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ask me any details. I just know she sewed all those suits. That's amazing. Oh, that's a lot of work. Right? <laughs> Impressive, yeah. though, too. Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. I do have a favorite story. We had mm-hmm. just moved to Layton. Jason wasn't born yet. And we had this brand new house. And so then that was in like 85. So Devin was two and Derek was three. And um, we had this great big picture window. And I'm, I'm looking through the picture window and there's a little neighbor girl and Derek and Devin outside. And this, this other little boy comes riding by on his bike and he's big and tough and he's mean. And Derek and the neighbor girl take off and run into the backyard. And Devin gets off his bike and he, he goes and says, go away, you know, leave. <laughs> and this, this, tough little brat leaves and then Devin comes in the house and has to calm down (laughs) he he stood up for his brother and the neighbor girl and he he took care of business and that has not changed (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I remember that you know Aunt Karen I remember that house yeah, uh, yeah. I've always. It's so funny. We talk to everybody we talk to. I think oh, I remember this house, and they're like, "Really?" But I do, and I don't remember a lot about it. I do remember it had stairs going up to the front door that kind of turned and then turned again. I think. Um, yeah. And then I remember the big picture window. But what I remember most is that your boys had a snake. And... Oh no! Oh no! 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 no. <laughs> Drew had the snake. Oh, okay. Drew had a snake. And it got out of its cage while we were there. And I remember I sat on the front steps because I was not going in the house. Well, the snake was not in its cage. I wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> and I don't remember if they found it or not. But I remember sitting firmly on the steps thinking, I'm here I am. I'm going to sit right here. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys have a play set in the back of that house too? Yeah, we did. Okay, because yeah. I re- I remember that at that house. Yeah, it had a fire pole, and every time the kids would go down the fire pole, their pants would get black. Drove <laughs> <laughs> me nuts. And it had a sandbox at the bottom, and and you know what a sandbox unless you've got a cover on it, it's yucky oh yeah yeah (laughs) you know all your boys now are are grown up but and they are still awesome (laughs) yes like that that's the thing is like each of them you know have their different lives going on right now but the they really are like i've always loved spending time with them they love you guys Mm. family is so important and anybody that wants to visit they'll say yeah come on Come on over. <laughs> well, Karen, do you mind if we talk about how you met Uncle Sal? Um, no, I don't mind. I Can worked we... at I cleaned Sorry. at the IRS building and he worked he's in security 
and so he not as a guard but on contracts and if the doors broke he would fix the doors and stuff I met him at work and I was in the pro my divorce and so he would give me little clues like um you know what he's doing don't you or I wouldn't do that or wait and talk to him about that and he was he had just finished his divorce so uh so he had a little a little yeah. information <laughs> experience yeah. experience yeah. well and a definitely a stressful time in your life i'm sure yeah 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 the most difficult thing i've ever done it's worse than having babies it's worse than being hurt it's awful Hmm. yeah but probably also one of the bravest i don't know <laughs> i survived well that's Drew survived. the kids survived yeah so it yeah, takes I... more, more than one person to raise a great kid yep that's no joke <laughs> well i'm i really am partial to a little bit because i mean our summer's you know, I know you still had to work, but when you got the boys for the month, you know, they were yeah. over to G to Gram to G and G's a lot. And I mean, I cannot my childhood is that. Like I, I can't picture it without it. <laughs> well, you know so, when we lived in Layton and we're close enough to Plain City that Anytime someone came over to visit grandma and granddad, guess who got to come up? I'm only 20 minutes away. And uh, I hate to say it, but Drew hated it because it was every weekend. <laughs> and I there loved was a lot it. of siblings that would come visit. <laughs> yes. And, and I, I was close enough to, I could be right there. And um, grandma and granddad were the hub and I I just squeezed myself right in there and got to see everybody. I love that. I think it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> At least on my end, it paid off, right? You know, yeah. well, it sounds like that was, it's amazing how much I feel like sometimes we take family for granted, but then we realize how much we need it. Totally. And, and it sounds like, you know, that hub was important to you. And I'm just glad it was there. Me too. And I was glad I was close enough to be part of it. And yep. And Sal has four girls or five girls? I can't remember. Natalie makes five. Okay. And she's my best friend too. <laughs> I keep getting her and and Lynette's name mixed up. You know how I do with your kids when you call yep. them. <laughs> And I end up saying Lynette. Lynette. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So then you, so you met Sal, and he was giving you advice. Um, obviously, that turned into a relationship, though. Yeah, yeah, we got to know each other, and well, one thing leads to another. <laughs> we got married. Natalie was. I had to wait to go through the temple. So we got married and then 
um, Natalie was born and then she was a couple of years old, three, I think, when we went through the temple. Oh, that's so sweet, though. And I she, they, they take the kids to the children's area, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to leave. She, she cried. She didn't want to leave the children's area. <laughs> she was having such a lovely time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I remember we have, she's pouty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I bet that was so cute. So then you had a blended family, and tell us about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it could have been worse, but it was all right. <laughs> we had all all the kids for every other weekend, so we had a house full every other weekend, and then the girl's mom threw a fit about something, so then we had changed it so we had the boys one weekend the girls the next weekend so every weekend we had kids okay that's tricky mm-hmm. that's okay yeah yeah, yeah. i have uh, your basement you had grandma and granddad's old sectional couch uh-huh <laughs> and i remember so we'd watch movies because uncle it seemed like uncle sal was into movies Definitely. <laughs> and so I remember like being over there and we'd watch movies and, but I remember maybe, maybe because it was in the summer, was there times that the boys and the girls were still there, even though you, you know, during the main course of the year, you're trying to alternate that. Um, maybe on a holiday, but um, you probably came over before that split. Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, fun times. So how are the girls? Do you want to tell us how they're doing? Sarah has two kids. Um, Hunter is way into archery and shooting her bows, doing really good. Do and they Ken, still live in Brigham? Yes, they're they're only about three doors away from... Anya. Oh, fun. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, the same complex. Wow. I didn't know that. (laughs) And let's see. Alexis. I don't know what she's doing. Anna has a little girl. She's probably two, two or three now. And Alora. It has one of Lexi's girls. Okay. So she adopted her. Oh, that's really sweet. I don't, uh, Sarah's the only one that I have on Facebook. Yeah. So I don't really know what the others are doing. When Sal's mom came up from California, I was able to stay at the hotel and then everybody came to visit her at the hotel. So I got to see everybody a couple of years ago. Oh, that's fun. <clears throat> and so you had, you didn't say the, the girls, I know they're older now. Does Natalie get to communicate with them at all? I mean, since they're still siblings or not too much. Um, I don't I don't know if she's friends with them on Facebook or not, but um, 
they they live their life and she's living hers and I'm living mine. Mm-hmm. We don't see them much. At first, Sarah invited us to birthday parties, but I felt really awkward going by myself. So um, I would just send a gift and leave it at that. But then she stopped inviting me, which is the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. As life, life moves on, it, it gets harder. Could totally understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. We haven't talked too much about Natalie though. Tell us about I mean as as the boys and the and the older girls obviously would you'd have to alternate, but you always it, you had Natalie. Yeah, poor Natalie. She <laughs> was the youngest and then she was the only child and then she'd be the youngest and then she'd be the only child. <laughs> so ev- every other Christmas was wonderful and then the next Christmas would be boring for her. yeah she's and she had the best of both worlds so being the youngest and the only child so (laughs) that's funny I like the way you put that yeah and she's what is she up to these days she's working at Smith's in Sunset and in their bakery and she's doing good they are living with Austin's dad, he has a condo and they've got the basement of the condo. Oh, cool. They they have they each have a kitty cat. And <laughs> then Austin's dad has a kitty cat. So there's three kitty cats that they have fun with. <laughs> and does Austin work at the bakery too? No, he works at the hearth on 25th Street. He's He's doing really well there. Is he one of the, is he, is, I know he's working, he was working on being a chef. Is that yeah, still? He, he's a chef there. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Man, that means I got to go. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I don't know, I'm slacking. Well, Google their menu and pick out what you want to order. They have, it's good. It's called so, the hearth. The hearth, yeah, right? The hearth. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it, and yeah. I've heard really good things about it. Um, do you go yeah. there? Do you go to eat there? As often as I can, I like to yeah. take people. I've taken Uncle David, and I took Grandma, and I took. Um, who else did I take? Anybody that wants to go, I'll take. <laughs> well, dang it. We're Great. we're gonna take you out there, Aunt Karen. I'm gonna take you okay. there. We're gonna make a yeah. date. Sounds good. <laughs> you know, Aunt Karen too. As we've been talking about this, like, I think some of the fondest memories too that I have is like you and Uncle Sal with the dojo. Uh huh. So. Tell me about the, tell us about those years. And did you enjoy doing that? I enjoyed it. I don't enjoy getting up in front of people, but um, I enjoyed learning it. And then um, when I got pregnant, then that I didn't do much after that. And Natalie, she grew up doing it. She was pretty good at it. <laughs> and... I went down and watched 
Madison do her karate class. And I was like, whoa, she's really good. She's got enough weight behind her and she's got just the right attitude. And (laughs) (laughs) kick those bags perfectly. I was really proud of Maddie. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and and I remember Devin's, is that right? Devin's oldest. And so, yeah, it was fun. Um, But it would have been, well, Sal had to have his own. He had to be the owner. He had to have his own business. And it really takes a lot of money. And it it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did that for... I, I can't remember the time period, but I do remember you had a dojo under the Harrisville city offices. Yes, we had, we had about 10 of them oh, because really? yeah, yeah, different areas, different buildings. Wow. You couldn't well, afford the to pe- to a, a good one. So you take the, the one that has less rent, but it's older. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the pizza place one. Mm-hmm. With the movie rental place because Brett worked there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know Erin took lessons from Uncle Sal. She was really good. Yeah, I think that was before she had moved up from California to l- go to school and live with G and G. And I think mm-hmm. Uncle Sal was like, You're this pretty young girl. You need to take karate lessons. <laughs> or so <laughs> I don't I don't remember the gist of it. Every pretty young girl needs to <laughs> open up a cam. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I actually enjoyed going to some of the karate competitions. I don't remember who, if it was, if it just because Uncle Sal went or if some of the kids were in it. I don't remember, but I just remember enjoying going to them. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, we we like to do that too. We have full of bow staffs. If anybody is wants to do weapons, I need to get rid of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you still have the metal ones? Yeah, those are the ones. Ooh, maybe me and my kids will take a field trip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, boys and metal sticks, right? Like, what what could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Natalie, she's she's doing good. She's a sweetheart. Love her to pieces. I don't get to see her as often as I would like, but <laughs> she's she's got her job. I've got my job. It's, life goes on. Speaking of my job. Yes, I love it. What do you do? You think I'm a lunch lady at the junior high? Oh, I thought it was an elementary school. Nope, I've substituted at the elementary schools. But if you remember your lunch ladies, they are all there. 
you get the tall, scary looking ones. You got the short <laughs> little Mexican ones. You got the round grandma ones. Oh yeah, they're all there. Oh. And it's, I love the job, but there you get 10 women in one kitchen. And if you heard the phrase too many cooks in the kitchen, oh yeah, oh, that happens. <laughs> That's a real <laughs> thing. And, I don't know. Yeah, and, and then you get that many women together, and it's just like high school. Oh, your makeup looks nice today. Oh, you've got a little gray going on there. Mm, you didn't paint your nails this week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man. So do you, I, some schools do it differently. Do you make the food? Are you, or do you mostly just serve the food and heat it up? Or how, how does your kitchen do it? Well, there's a lot of pre-made stuff like chicken nuggets or um, uh, chicken drumsticks. And we have two sides, a main dish that, that we make, like if it's tacos or nachos or lasagna or the chicken nuggets and then the other side is sandwiches and every day there's hamburgers and chicken burgers and then it rotates there might be a burrito or a grilled cheese or something to go with it my kids can choose so then as an employee we rotate so this coming up week i'm on main dish which means if there's lasagna i have to make it and if there's um tacos i have to do it and I have to decide how much and the recipe and when to turn the ovens on and what scoops to use and if I'm going to have enough and all that. Is that a stressful week if you're yeah. on main course? Yeah, it is because you don't want to you don't want to run out, but you don't want to throw food away either. I cried the first time we had lasagna and I had to throw a whole huge pan of lasagna in the garbage. Oh. And I, I said, how come we don't take it to the shelters or something? And my boss said, we'd have to take it out of our dish and put it in something else that they could use. And then he said, he's taken food there before and it sat there for hours. Oh. So he says, I'm, it's, I'm not going to waste the energy to take it down there just to have them throw it away. Yeah. Oh, but that is so hard. Yes, it's hard. So we're getting better. At, it's hard to judge how many kids will come and eat. Yeah. So. I feel like kids are picky, so that would be hard anyways. Yeah. I mean, homemade lasagna is really hard to pass up, though. Yes. Do you put spinach yes. in it like grandma did? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I used to sit there and eat the meat when grandma would make it in her electric frying pan. Yeah. And I'd sit there and sneak, sneak it and eat it. Mm -hmm. She That's... made the best chicken pillows. Oh, oh I yeah. love chicken pillows. See, like, if, if you want to talk about favorite dish from grandma, that was mine. Mm-hmm. I, I still haven't pillows. been able to make them like hers. And I keep trying and keep trying. <laughs> so what is your favorite rotation 
What's your favorite assigned week? I like the sandwich side because every day is exactly the same, but everybody, every day is different. So um, you have the hamburgers or, or chicken patties, and then you have, like I said, it rotates burritos or grilled cheese or, or something along with it. But it's enough of the same that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know just how many to put out, how many to get this. And then I have my list of things to go through and I can do it without um, messing up. <laughs> Whereas main dish, it's like, I've never made that before. We're having, this week we're having some quesadilla stew or something like that. Oh. Something we've never done before. And I'm like, oh boy, it has to be my <laughs> week. Mm. I think you're going to crush it. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time with things I've never done before. Once I do it, I'm fine. But um, if I've never done it, then I get real anxious, nervous. Do you ever do and, like small batches beforehand? Like for you? Like do you ever just um, cook it at home? <laughs> oh, no. I, I've done... I've made stuff at home that we've done at the school. Like, the, you know, KFC has those chicken bowls with the chicken and the cheese and the corn. And, and the potatoes. That. I've made that at home. But, um, so, you wanted to ask me about my trip to Scotland. We did. Please tell us all about it. I loved it. I would do it in a heartbeat all over again, except... I wouldn't be such a burden on Melissa and Jana this time. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I never travel. <laughs> oh, poor Melissa. I, she said, it'll probably rain and it might snow, but then it might not. And so I thought, okay, well, I need to take long pants, but it might be hot, so I'll take shorts. And I need shoes and socks because we're going to walk. And I don't know if we'll be at a have a pool at our hotel so I'll take my swimsuit and I might need a towel and I might need a raincoat and an umbrella <laughs> and I might need this and that and my poor uh, carry-on was stuffed and poor Melissa oh she had to lift it up into the into the thing above your seats on the airplane <laughs> and coming home we were waiting at the airport and they said we've overbooked is there someone that wants to put their carry-on to check it and Melissa's like go go on go take yours <laughs> <laughs> and she is the, the quite the traveler she is awesome and Jana was there with her and just the, the two of them there was no holding them back they were amazing mm -hmm. I just followed <laughs> But see, here's the thing, Aunt Karen, about people who love to travel is they don't mind if you have a heavy carry-on or you don't have strong preferences about what you do or you do have strong preferences. Like, they love all of it. So I guarantee Melissa loved every bit <laughs> of it just like you did. Well, I did. And I'm glad that I had the two of them to, to just, they led the way and I followed and it was wonderful. So they surprised me. I had been, Sal and I watched Monarch of the Glen, which is over in Scotland and this family that lives in the castle over there. 
and their adventures. And so when we were going to Scotland, I'm like, oh, can we go see this castle? I'd love to go see this castle. And Melissa, you know, she, she likes, hmm, okay. You know, she's, so we get over there and we're driving around the lake and I'm like, oh my gosh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and, and Melissa and Jan are in the front seats and they're like, okay. And I'm like, look, 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 there's a turnoff. There's a turnoff. And Melissa's like cringing and, and she's like, oh, okay, Karen, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, it's, and then I just totally shut down. I'm like, I guess we're not going to go and see it. Just like a kid would, you know, <laughs> we, we passed it and I'm, I shut down. I'm like, well, I, okay, I got to see it, you know? And then um, we pulled over at this, uh, this um, house like place and Melissa ran in and Janice says, she just has to run in for some directions for somewhere. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I then missed we what I around. wanted to see, right? <laughs> yeah. I my whole trip to Scotland just flew by, you know. <laughs> so whatever you want to do, I've you know, I saw the castle across the lake. Anyway, we turned around and pulled into the the gatehouse of this castle. And I was like, no way. We're actually going back. And she had arranged for us to sleep over in the gatehouse of the castle. And it looked like a miniature castle. Aww. I was so surprised. And I, I was still couldn't believe it. And Jana's like, well, I thought you'd be more excited than this. And I'm like, <laughs> help me. I'm still trying to get out of this dream. You know, I, I had shut down completely. And so it was a total surprise. Aww. And. It was, it was fun. They probably got sick of me. I'd say, look, look, there's the island that was on episode six. Oh, look over there. There's the Jeep that they had on episode two. Oh, look, this, this, this. All through this area. And they were probably just sick of it. So, but they really surprised me. It was so awesome. Oh, that's amazing. And I bet I'm they glad. loved everything about it. I'm mm -hmm. glad you got to go at Karen. That's awesome. Me too. They they really did mean a good a good deed. They were awesome. Did you have like I mean, awesome Scottish food too? Yes, we we did. We took the train from London to Scotland, and then we walked around Edinburgh, and and we got to eat at different places. And then we went back to London and toured the the sites in London. Um, that was pretty neat. And we walked to the fairy pools I say walked it was more of a hike <laughs> and you know and then you you cross over into Scotland and all the houses are white washed because it's the air is just wet you breathe in wet and oh. it and it, it was different so yeah it was fun I loved Why? it I, I've heard that you have wanted to go to Scotland for a long time, and I'm curious why Scotland. Is it mostly because um, of the movie? Um, a lot, a lot because of the movie, and I just have this thing about castles, and mm -hmm. I don't know where that came from, but um, 
I saw a picture of Devin and Melissa and I went, are you on a castle? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanted to see a castle before I die, a real castle. And so then her wheels start turning and she, she got it worked out. So we got to go see a lot of castles and it was amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm I was gonna so say you won up. You you've won up me. I've never seen a castle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig, there's still time. There, that's there true. is still time. Only if Aunt Karen mm-hmm. comes. She sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to a castle with Aunt Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. There, we got to see the dungeons in one and look down. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I I had fun being able to see what I'd read and there's a TV series the uh, Great British Castles and I'd been watching that so I'd say oh you know what there's this this has happened here and this happened there it was fun Oh that is fun <laughs> I've not heard of the Great British Castles but I am going to check it out that's really fun that does sound fun. You know, on Airbnb's app, you can now search by different things. Like you can search by snow or waterfront or lakefront or, but they also have a castles option and you can search by. Seriously. Yeah. That's neat. Isn't that fun? Do they have tree houses? They do have tree houses. Mm, That sounds fun too. Yeah. You should check out the app. Not, not an endorsement. Or paid, paid <laughs> promotion here, but handy. Are you going to go abroad again? You think? Me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If um, if I can swing it with Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't have to twist her arm too much. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine that's true. Yeah, I'd like to go to Switzerland. Um, that's where Grandma's from. And then, of course, there's Rome. Oh, I want to go to Rome, Any too. of these older places. I'm just interested in history. <laughs> what I'd really like to do, too, is be able to go where Jesus was and go, he was actually here. He actually touched this wall. That's yeah, that would I, be like the Mount of Olives and all yeah. the Jerusalem stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's actually something I've thought about too. So that's in my head. It's like it's so far away, but really, it's not. Like, right? If you took the time to plan it, and even if you had to save for a year or two or whatever, it's, yeah, it's, we're pretty lucky and convenient, or we had the convenience of modern travel. Yeah, it is a lot nicer than it used to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, especially Jesus' time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and Karen, what were some of your and Sal's hobbies that you guys like to do? I know he liked to fish. Is that something oh. you do with him? Well... <laughs> He invited me to go fishing with him. And I said, okay. And he goes, we can bring the dog. 
Oh, then I spent the whole time walking the dog. I didn't <laughs> And then he'd say, well, bring the baby, Natalie. And I spent the whole time taking care of the baby. So yes and no. He loved to fish, but it didn't exactly work out as a fun thing for me. <laughs> he oh. loved ham radio even more. Oh. That was his passion. The him and Dave's. Yes. Uncle Dave? No. Okay. I should clarify this. Oh. So, Ariana's, God. yeah, yep. you, you're, yeah. But th- for everybody else, Ariana, my wife, Ariana, her uncle Dave and uncle Sal were good friends. They were best friends. And they, we walked into Craig's wedding reception and it was like, Dave, what are you doing here? <laughs> so they are related just in the opposite is my nephew and his niece by marriage. Right. Huh. They called each other cuz. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I was like, they're finally related. (laughs) That that was a, (laughs) that was a joke of of theirs. I was like, Hey, we're related now, (laughs) but they're also on like the sheriff's right. Department for the communications. Yep. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Um, they they worked with the sheriff's department. So like if, for example, when North Ogden's water was out and they, they had to go up and um, do the communications for that situation. Yeah. I remember yeah. Uncle Sal in the garage had a lot of, a lot of radio equipment. He did. It's, it seemed like. He also gave me my first fishing pole. Because I, Aunt Karen, when you got, you guys had the property behind your house, right? That went all the way through the uh-huh. other block. I remember that we, I don't, I couldn't even drive yet. And I remember it was when Jason and the girls and all of them were still around, but we had a cleanup day and we were cleaning mm-hmm. up some of the stuff back there and, and I can't remember the deal Uncle Sal struck up, but it was like, if you do that, I'll get you a fishing pole. And in my head, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a fishing pole. <laughs> and I was so stoked. And I'm, I was super happy, and I loved it, and I used it. And then I realized that when I got older, Uncle Sal had a ton of fishing poles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it didn't matter that it wasn't a huge deal for him, but it was a huge deal for you. No, it was one of my favorite memories. So it was awesome. Yeah. Good times. So Aunt Karen, what are some of your hobbies? Mine? Oh, yeah, well, I always have a puzzle going. And Ooh. Uh, I like to read. So puzzle, reading, and then I'll, I'll find something to binge watch. <laughs> do you have a favorite author well um yeah i like jane austen all of her works but then there's a couple of authors that that write for the regency era that jane austen was in in the 1800s but they write it so that it's easier to understand so mm, in yeah. modern terminology yeah 
What's the biggest puzzle you've done? Oh, Jana gave me like a 2,000-piece Disney one a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. That took a long time. (laughs) I imagine. I can't imagine you reading a book and doing a puzzle at the same time, but I could see getting into like a series, like binge watch something as you're doing a puzzle. Yeah. Well, the thing about puzzles, you can pretty soon two hours has gone by and and you have to get up and do something else. And then you come back and go, well, there's that piece right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually um, really enjoy puzzles. My mom and dad do them quite a bit, too. Uh-huh. I remember doing puzzles at grandma's house. I remember she did puzzles. Yeah. Wonder where I got it from. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like opera too, like Grandma did? Have you been opera? To opera? Yeah. Uh, no, I've never been. That was her later in life thing. She went with her friends in Plain City. Yeah, I've never been either, but I do wonder if I would like it. Like I, it's on my list of to dos. You probably would. I think so. Maybe. I don't know if I would. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping one, keeping it one hundred. <laughs> I can't say that. I might. I might. You might but... get. It might surprise you. You never know. That's true. Open mind. Well, Aunt Karen, I want to know how you like being a grandma. I love being a grandma. It is my favorite thing in the whole world. I have, uh, I will never turn down having the kids come over. We Mm. had the most fun this, not this weekend, but last weekend. And they'd come up and play and we eat and play. (laughs) (laughs) I I put in the sound of music and Maddie sat and watched the whole thing. I was really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. (laughs) Caitlin watched it too, but she was she was also doing other stuff at the same time. But Maddie sat glued to the TV. Do you know what her favorite part was? Oh, <laughs> when, the gazebo? When, nope. When she sits on the pine cone at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh, see why. So cute. Yeah, I love being a grandma. Well, you know you. Everybody tells me we have you have kids to have grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> I like being everybody's grandma Karen. Even Lynette's doggies. They like oh. grandma Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Aunt Karen, that actually just reminded me of something because we didn't ask this this wasn't on the question, so hopefully you don't mind, but I mean, you spent a lot of time with grandma there towards the end, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking her to appointments and going shopping and doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I happened to have a job that was part time and I could. It allowed me to do these things with grandma and it. I feel bad that I was tired a lot, but um we didn't do anything physically exerting, so that was okay. And so, yeah, it was fun. 
I I got to see like how she responded to letters and to phone calls and it was amazing that you know her life she was amazing yeah she really was but I think but I think too how amazing you were to do that like not that's you know take time out of your day and to go and do those things and that to show that love and respect you had for her I think that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't mind a bit. And I could, like I said, I could. I didn't have an eight-hour job that I had to go to and then go home and cook dinner. I could do this, and I enjoyed it. So on the topic of Grandma, do you have favorite memories or stories of Grandma? Um, they're all good. I don't know that I have favorites. I certain things stick in your head like when grandma and granddad and I the three of us went to KFC and she saved every fork and every plate and every lid <laughs> to go home and wash and use and I, I was like wow most people just throw that stuff away she saved <laughs> every piece so then now I save it all so <laughs> she was a good example that's all. That, that is something I totally forgot about, but now I'm glad you brought that up, that memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. Um, I don't remember a lot, but I do. Well, I remember when I was um, going through my divorce and I went to Plain City and I don't even know what was going on. But grandma said, oh, for heaven's sake. And granddad turned and looked at her and said, now, Margaret, stop swearing. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, little things just stick in your head that that you remember. Um, Yeah. They were a good example, and so were all my siblings. I'm so, I'm the lucky one to be born in this family. I think they all have been so good to me. Every one of them. Glenn, Kathy, Arlene, Barbara, David, Janelle, Doug, Lynette. I'm the lucky one. (laughs) Well, I hope you know we feel lucky to have you in, Karen. That's true. Well, I appreciate that. So it's reciprocated. You know, Aunt Karen, when I don't even remember how old we were, but you made us ornaments. They were like little monsters and you cross stitched them. Well, it was like, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's like a friendly plastic. Maybe it's like you can cross stitch on this plastic grid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember what it's called. Um, but you made letter ornaments. And so I have, I still have, and every year it goes on my tree, the letter C with a little monster face. It's so cute. And I think of you every time I hang it on my tree. That's so sweet. I don't even remember that. I'll have to send you a picture. It's, it's so yeah. cute. <laughs> Plastic canvas. Yes, that's what it is. Plastic canvas. Um. 
I feel like yeah. Aunt Karen, you'd have to correct me if I'm wrong, but did grandma and you guys like make ornaments periodically? I feel like that was a thing. We had fun for a couple of years. We'd all make an ornament and then exchange them. So we we had uh, an ornament from Kathy and an ornament from Janelle and an ornament from Lynette. Oh, I like that. So they, you would make 10 of them or whatever and then send them yes. around. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, well, that would be a fun tradition to start up, actually. Yeah. Like send in family members like different ornaments or i mean even if you bought one if you found one that you know someone would like yeah that was fun all these fun memories (laughs) it is and i have to ask a question that i've been wondering for a little while and haven't been able to ask you because i can't Uh i haven't been able to remember it where was did you and uncle sal ever go to a thai restaurant called a roy d Yes. Okay. <laughs> I go there and I love it. And Devin and Melissa were like, I think Aunt K- or that you and Sal used to go there. So. Yeah, that's the one that is by the IRS down there. Yep. yep. Sal went there more than I did because it's right there by the IRS. But I, I've yeah. been there. But we did more of uh, the two of us. Uh, the one across from Les Schwab on um, by Winco. Okay. And in fact, the last month of his life, I was down there three days a week getting the curry pineapple <laughs> with rice. Um, yeah, we got it to take home, but yeah, we did. <laughs> Well, I just, it just makes me happy because it's, it's not the same as the ornament as Cammy, but I do have a reminder of at least you <laughs> and Uncle Sal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Aunt Karen, do you want to talk about how Sal died? I can, yes. Sal had diabetes and he let it go and let it go. He was like, always in the 400s and and then it killed his kidneys so he was on dialysis and I happened to like I said I worked in a job I just cleaning part-time so I could take him up to the dialysis clinic and then go to work and then go pick him up and on the the day uh he he had the a sore that that uh, got infected, and they said this was on like Friday, and they said that they he needed a specific antibiotics, and they couldn't do it at the dialysis clinic because they didn't have it. And then when we went on Monday, they said, "Hey, we got it. We can put it. You know, we can give it to you this antibiotic." And I took him up on a Monday. And turned around and got halfway down uh, the hill to go back to work. And they called and said, "Um, his blood pressure is not high enough. We're transporting him to the hospital. So I met him at the hospital. And the doctor said he is 
the kidneys are not flushing out the pain meds. He'd had a knee replacement, so he was on pain meds, and he had this infection, and he said, the doctor said, he needs to just go home and sleep it off. So we finally made it home, and he had an appointment at 4 o'clock at his therapist, and he said, I don't feel this is okay well I'm gonna go to work then so I went to work did what I needed to do and got home about nine o'clock and then I was sitting there watching him and his sleep apnea had been acting up all day long every time a nurse came in they'd say you know your sleep apnea is acting up so I was watching him he had a hide to bed in the living room and I was sitting on the chair watching him and Finally, at 10 o'clock, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go in and, you know, take a bath and get ready for bed. And I turned on the hot water and that as I stepped in the, the, and the dog always went in with me. And just about five minutes, right after I had turned the water on, I stepped in and it was cold. I'm like, well, that's weird. I guess I'll take a cold bath. And the dog got up and left. So I hurried up and it was just, I said, I'm going to make this quick. So I came out in the living room and he had white stuff on his mouth. And I'm like, what'd you do? Eat your napkin? So I grabbed a tissue and, and wiped it and it wasn't white a napkin. It was foamy stuff. And the dog was laying right across his head on the top of his head. Not... Not on his face, but across yeah. the top of the head where he was laying down. And so then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, he's not moving. So I'm like, Natalie, Natalie. So she came out, and sure enough, she said, no, he's not moving. So I called 911, and the dispatcher goes, is he on the floor? I said, no, he's on the hide bed She goes, well, can you get him on the floor? I said, <laughs> No. He's over 250 pounds. If he isn't dead now, he will be if I drop him on the floor. <laughs> and she goes, well, it will help the paramedics if he's on the floor. And I said, no. She goes, okay, they'll take care of it. So the paramedics came over and they, they said, now we, we need you to go in the other room. And I called, I had called grandma and she didn't answer. So I called Lynette. And um, so Lynette and Grandma came over, and Grandma and Natalie and Austin came over to help Natalie out, and we were in the other room, and Aunt Lynette stayed in the living room and watched the paramedics. And then, it, to me, it seemed like an hour, but I bet it was only five or ten minutes. But they said, yeah, all six of us tried, and he's not going to come back. And I said, said okay and they says is there a mortuary you want us to call and I said well what if I don't and he said well then we have to do an autopsy and I said no we'll we'll call the local mortuary so the mort mortician came and they they took him took his body away but the kidney doctor had to sign off uh, had to come out and um, declare him deceased oh. Huh. Oh. weird yeah so. yeah I forgot that you and Natalie were home yeah it was 10 o'clock 
Of course, it was 1025 by the time he was officially declared deceased. So did the mortician come that night? Yes, because he arranges for transport of the body. Yeah. And he left a rose. He just set it on the floor for me. He says, here's a rose for you. And and the next day, I'm like, oh, that poor thing. I better put it in water. <laughs> <laughs> it was fake. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, kind of funny. But yeah, I was concerned I was going to kill this poor rose. And so anyway, um, what else? I guess oh, that, that's in a natural. 19. Okay. Do you want to know what my biggest regret was? Yeah. I had called Grandma and and Lynette, and I said to Natalie, will you let your brothers know? And Jason was working nights, and so he called, and I didn't hear anything from Devin and Derek until the next morning, and Devin says, Mom, why didn't you call me? Apparently, Natalie just said, call Mom. She sent him a text that said, call Mom. And they didn't get it. Uh, And I said, I I called my mom. and But my biggest regret is that I didn't call him right away. He'd have been up here in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, So. Well, I'm. I'm just glad that you guys weren't by your, like, it was neither of you by yourself, right? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that, I mean, that, I think that'd be hard, but. So I'm guessing that he, he had the infection that settled in his back, so he couldn't move very well. And then the sleep apnea kept um, kept him up. So there watching him see if if i'd have seen him stop breathing then i would go move him or something but where i got up and left then that's when he um he didn't come out of that sleep apnea yeah do you think the dog knew yes absolutely i do too i do too yeah yep and it's something you, you might not even notice, but where she's always with me, I noticed. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting the water was cold. And I'm guessing yeah. that wasn't a regular thing. No. It was, it, that's another clue that something was going on. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, I sold his little Jeep, his Suzuki, Uh, and um, the guy who bought it, there was doors and a trailer hitch thing in the garage. So the guy and his son said, they went in and were looking around. And as they went around his ham radio desk thing, you you know what I'm talking about, Craig, with all the ham radio stuff? Yep. Sal was there. I felt him, and he, he was like, don't touch my ham radio stuff. <laughs> they can take anything else in the whole garage, but don't touch that. And it, that was real. I really felt in there. So I told them. 
you can't take anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can take you know make an offer on anything else, but not none of that stuff. So, and do you, do you still, still have it? <laughs> I have some. Yeah, I Dave, your uncle, Dave took a lot for me. Yeah, and and I have. Some. Well, maybe he was hanging it on to Dave. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that Dave, Dave would have used it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Any other questions? There is a lot of, um, Aunt Kathy calls them tender mercies at times like that. There was one I wanted to send Sal's mom the last picture that I had of Sal. And so I was heading over to Walmart to get it printed off my phone. And I had it pulled up in the car, so I knew it was there. And I get over to the kiosk at Walmart, and I'm scrolling. I can't find it, and I can't find it, and I can't find it. And I'm like, well, I guess I won't send her the last picture because I can't find it. And I'm, So I get up and put my coat on, and I'm, I think, try one more time. So I unlock my phone, and boom, that picture just pops right up. I didn't even have to get into the gallery or anything. It was right there. I'm like, okay, then. Thank you for helping me find it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a little tender mercy. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of little things happen. But I also found out that no wonder they say don't make any big decisions or clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> I clean the house. I can't find anything. I have no idea where I put stuff. I know I had stuff, but I don't know if it went to the DI. I don't know if it went downstairs. I don't know if it's in the garage. Mm. And like right after, don't do it right after for like a year, just kind of sit. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh. Well, that's so, yeah. Well, I have something from Uncle Sal that i glad you let me buy. Oh, what is it? <clears throat> so back when Granddad was in the hospital, um, when he was passing away, Uncle Sal was there, and Aunt Karen were there, and Devin, and we, you know, a lot of the cousins were there. <clears throat> and me and Uncle Sal started talking about guns because uncle Sal's a gun guy mm -hmm. and he had this one that I was like hey you've heard of North American arms and he's like I have one <laughs> <laughs> anyways so he had he had this little one that I had been eyeballing for a couple of years about buying and when he passed away I asked Aunt Karen was kind enough to reach out and I asked if I could have that and buy, buy it from her she let me. So it was awesome. So I have Aww. something the, the the I don't have the fishing rod anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I still have something and, and it makes me happy. That's neat. <clears throat> That's neat. And so I appreciate that. Yeah. And you know it meant something to him. Guns, fishing, and ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> And that sums up Sal. Yeah. Kind of. I, I he had some really good stories. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I remember when we went to a family reunion and he was in charge of the meat for one of our meals and I think he smoked it, but I don't remember. Um, but I just, I also remember he had a cooler full of corn and I just thought it was the funniest thing that there was a cooler <laughs> full of corn. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know he did that pineapple ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really good. And then I always laugh when he had, he had an old Jeep that Ariana's uncle Dave has now a CJ five. And uh, I remember him and my dad went for a ride and my dad was climbing out and the, the muffler hung out from the bottom of the truck. And my dad got burnt by oh, that. That was sad. <laughs> I think yeah. it's funny, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Jeep had those, um, those little girl de- decal things on the side. I don't oh, know if you yeah. know what I'm talking about. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, I do remember those. <laughs> like you see on mud flaps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, Aunt That's Karen, funny. is there anything else you want the family to know? That I love them, each and every one. <laughs> oh, Aunt Karen, you rock. Yeah. And we love you too. Yeah. We appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We look forward to interviewing all of you. And as Grandma Price would say, see you in the morning. <laughs>